What's up, everybody, and welcome to another lit-ass episode of The Girls' Room, the podcast. I'm Key. And it's your girl, Mocha the Milf, a.k.a. Janine Cody. <laughs> so, I know y'all missed us. It's been a minute. Yeah. Like, y'all, I had my birthday party. That shit was lit as fuck, okay? Backyard barbecue, Tell period. them about it. Tell them about y'all, it. Y'all, first off, we had the we had the 360 photo... I said, wait, photo. 360 photo booth, and that was... A rich experience, a rich experience. Mm-hmm. Like they were so dope. That was three sixty photo booth we had. Then we had very professional too. Very professional. Then we had DJ Stutter on the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Then we also had my cousin Nisha. Is it called Knees Bartender Services? I can't remember. Let me see. I have I have to be able to give her a shout out too because everybody did their motherfucking thing. And also my girl Catrice, she had the edible table. Like my party was just a whole vibe. You walk in that mug, and you and again my rules was very strict. You had to come in nineties attire or throwback attire, and you have to hit a dance move in order to get access to the backyard. And she so was not playing. Y'all. I made sure <laughs> I made everybody dance. I was not leaving anybody out, and we had a good-ass time. And if you snuck in, she literally was going to say, like, I don't oh. care about you sneaking in, but you're still going to stop and <laughs> That's dance. That's what she said. She was like, when did you get here? Oh, you didn't do a dance? All right, you got to go back out and come back in. Like, yeah. she was not playing. But the bartending services was Nini's Mixed Cocktails Mobile Bartending Services. So. Okay, yep. But we had such an amazing time, and like I said, it was just super duper lit. Um, Catrice Kirkland is her name. She does the edibles. She's super duper dope. Like man, like she just had she had the edible flaming highs. What she had the cookies, rice krispie trees, everything, brownies. everything. The snow cones, not the snow cones, the uh, waffle cones, mm-hmm. like all of that. Like she be snapping y'all. So make sure y'all and hit she her made up. You a cake too. Oh, oh my gosh, y'all! She made me a double chocolate edible cake. Like baby, yeah, baby. I cut that mug up. And slices and put it in the freezer and it was just so good, y'all. When I tell y'all, like <laughs> my birthday was super duper lit, like it was lit. We came to get the Jello shots. Oh, <laughs> how could I forget? She gonna be like, wow, the the things that I do for you. But no, oh my gosh, and a huge shout out to my best friend, Miss Aja No Asia, aka Nicole Levy, aka yeah, that's my bitch. Ice. Ice. <laughs> Uh, Aja Minaj, my bad. But yeah, she shout out to her for the Jello shots. Like overall, like I said, my birthday was just super duper lit. We had walking tacos and shit. Like it was just fun. It was definitely good. Yeah, shout out to my cousin Shauna, aka Miss Shug, and shout out to um, oh Josh hooked us up too. Yeah, from JoJo's Kitchen and was it Jerk Kitchen and Famous Lemonade? Yep. Uh, located in Chicago Heights, so yeah, they snacked with the with the Jerk Chicken tips. So, yeah, but we just we just had an overall good time. Like, and we are going to do part two for Byron's birthday, Bay's birthday, a.k.a. Malone's birthday, July 23rd, y'all. So if we fuck with you and you know I fuck with you, hit me up with the text and you can get the location, all that good shit. But yeah, we really miss y'all. And it felt weird not recording. Yeah, people was hitting me up like, what's going on? And I'm like, we just really had a lot. We, you know, my birthday was that weekend and then we had my son's birthday the following weekend and it was just like every weekend it was some type of event that we had to attend right but we also needed that break too to kind of like regroup and Mm -hmm. you know re 
um, allow for things to, you know, go on, which we have a lot to talk about today, I feel like. Um, which is crazy because, of course, we're going to have to break this down in episodes because we really, this topic is just a topic that we keep revisiting, but we keep revisiting it because it is a, it's an issue. And it's like, people make it, people make it an issue. It's a constant conversation, too, on social media. Like, let's, let's go on and get into it. So, I recently saw a meme that um, basically said, um, in my 20s, I was too busy trying to be Claire Huxtable when I should have been Lori Harvey. Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know who Lori Harvey is, she is the stepdaughter of Steve Harvey. And she's oftentimes been compared to Future because she dates a lot of men, a lot of high-profile men. And the relationship might last maybe um, a few months or a few weeks or whatever, but her most recent relationship with Michael B. Jordan. Hold on, time out. Just really quick. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, just for y'all, those who don't know, Future, we talking about Future the rapper, the one he's known for dating lots of random celebrities, lots of different women, um, and basically on some, not necessarily one night standing them, but more so like not really trying to wipe them up. Like, I remember he was dating Black China for a little while, had her tat his name and everything, mm-hmm. and then, like, they was dating for maybe, like, a month, maybe, and he just, like, curved her out of nowhere. So, like, that's what we mean when we're saying, like, Lori Harvey is, like, another future. Right. For a, so, that's I'm sorry. For, to other men, they look at Lori Harvey is the future. Not even just with men. Like, a lot of Is people, the woman version of future. Yeah, like, that's what... That's yeah. what she's compared to as the woman version of, of Future because, you know, she messed around with... Well, allegedly, she messed around with Diddy and Diddy's son. She did, though. Yeah, so it's that, like... That's first off. Let's get, let's get into that. <laughs> I think it was his son first and then Diddy. Like, that is so rude, bro. Like, you literally in the, you in the, 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 the son's room. Y'all doing all kind of shit under the damn sun. What and then you, you turn around... his son? Bro, his son was his son grown. Like okay, right, but still, like you know that was his son. Like that's come on, man. He probably introduced himself as like you know who my pops is. Yeah, we both got famous. We both got famous fathers and shit. And then you just out here fucking on my daddy. Like come on, man. Shit, the nigga ain't gonna act right. I'm gonna gonna make him mad and get with his daddy. Think about how many friends you know. And he was in love with Lori. He was posting her and everything. Like that's crazy, G. So would you ever date any of your friends' daddies? Any of my friends' daddies? Yeah, like if you was single, would you ever date any of their daddies? Um, back in the day, I used to mess. I used to aggravate the fuck out of Heather mm. because Heather's dad used to pick us up, and I think it was back then he just had the the the, the light eyes and stuff, mm-hmm. different color eyes. So I used to be like Heather, and she's like, "Heat era, stop, stop, <laughs> right now, stop, stop." But no, it's not really nobody. Honestly, and I'm not even trying to sound cheesy. Like I'm really, it's nobody that I'm really attracted to right now. Like I can't See, really think of nobody. One of my exes, his daddy fine as hell. Like his daddy looks You're like ignorant. <laughs> I remember you used to say that all the time. See, like, like his geez. dad looks like he's like in his thirties, maybe forties. And if I, I didn't date his son, Dude, I would he gonna listen to this and be like, listen, I would definitely date his daddy. Like his daddy fine as hell. <laughs> He a kappa, so like he's smooth as fuck. Dude, like, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Shit. Right? He know his daddy fine as hell. Like, you up here like he a kappa, he this, he that. Like, fuck, like... And he one of those like, but you know what? That, like, think he still got so it. if we're talking about nice looking fathers, yeah, not necessarily because I don't. I really even then when I had when I used to say Heather's father was nice looking, it wasn't on no like I really would date him if I had the chance because it's mm-hmm. like I love Heather's mom. Like I would never even look at him like on that level. Right. He he just was. Oh my gosh, he you have a very nice looking dad. Like your mm-hmm. dad is fine, but um, Ralph's father is nice looking. 
Yeah, he is. Ralph's father. It's like it's a lot of like a lot of fathers. Like they they doing their thing. People claim my daddy good looking. I'd be like, where? Where that nugget head ass nigga? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get back on topic. So, as you all know, Lori Harvey was then dating um, Michael B. Jordan, and. Literally, they had just made a year, which was big for them. Well, big for her because she didn't keep men around that long. But they were going on like, can we just t- touch on that? Yeah. Like how how they were dating. It wasn't like no casual like we going to clubs and hookah bars. They had nicknames for each other. Did like, like know they, had they had nicknames and they was like, did you see them like holiday time like yeah. in the mountains and shit in the yeah. cabins and the snow like the the snow in the background and they went skiing ski mm-hmm. trips and shit like they were dating dating. Yeah. Like he I, brought I remember somebody asked um somebody asked Steve Harvey what did he receive for Christmas or something from Michael B. Jordan. I don't know if it was Christmas or his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm wrong, y'all don't look, don't 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 jump down my throat about this. But supposedly he gave he gifted him because they were like, What do you get what do you get someone that has everything? Like, what did he give you? Like, did he give you a nice gift? And he was like, He got me a nice box of Cuban cigars, but they were like the ones that you just could not find anywhere like it was like a rare version of them like a limited mm-hmm. edition type shit where it was like he hyped it up the way he hyped mm-hmm. up these cigars and you know we all know steve harvey he likes to smoke his cigars yeah, and stuff do. so he was like aha man he got me some cigars but it wasn't just like no yeah. regular cigars so my thing is like baby he didn't bought your daddy a gift too yeah. like he probably didn't hook your mama up he didn't hook marjorie up too yeah like, like, they were literally doing stuff as if, like, they were planning to continue to be together for life type shit. Like, I think he went on and, like, bought a crib and, like, he wanted did. to, you That's know. how he, he proposed to her. Uh, supposedly, he he bought the crib and proposed. He proposed to her? Yes. That's why it's a big thing. Like, he proposed to her and um, she she dumped him. She ain't just say, like, oh, I'm not ready for marriage yet. This, this I wouldn't girl, say she dumped, she dumped him. She curved him. They stopped dating right, after that. Right, yeah. Like, they're no longer dating. And apparently it's because, you know, he wanted to make things more serious and more official. And which she was didn't the, want that. Which was the marriage. So. He proposed to her. With that being said, she received a lot of backlash. And then also, like. People were kind of like making fun of, you know, Michael B. Jordan. I like, felt so gee. I felt so bad. They had he too. was at a basketball game. Yeah. And they zoomed in on him and like his face, he just looked so sad. You yeah. know how you trying to act like you having fun? Yeah. Like it was one of those like where you know how your guys call you I'm like no, you ain't over there crying. Yeah. Nigga, I ain't crying. I don't care. Like, it was one of those. Yeah. Like, he went out afterwards, and I felt so bad. I wanted to just go through the screen and hug yeah. him. Like, it's okay, Mike. But, you know, <laughs> I didn't like that people were, like, clowning him because at, at that basketball game. Because it's like, we put so much emphasis on, oh, protecting black men. the black yeah, men. Yeah, protect black men and their feelings. And black mm-hmm. men need to go to therapy. But yet, the moment this man's feelings get hurt, y'all clowning him on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's funny because I had saw... I was on Twitter and I saw like a, uh, not Twitter, I was on the Shade Room and they posted some tweets or whatever and they was just saying like, they started a thread where black men had to talk about their experience of getting broken up with and then still having to like continue on with life that same day, like going to work and shit after you just got broken up with or, you know, being around your friends and you trying to like play it off and act like you're not sad and shit and it was funny but it wasn't funny like but at the same time can i also say like the only thing it's like okay y'all know i'm a gemini mm-hmm. so i really this this topic in particular like i'm really like straddling the fence like mm-hmm. 
I'm all big on protecting black men. I, you know how I feel about that. I can't stand seeing women out here like using men and especially good men. Yeah. It's a lot of good men out here that have been traumatized by bad women and fucked up ass women. It's men out here that are like really trying to get their life together and trying to better themselves. And you got a bitter bitch. And I and I'm saying I can't I cannot I can't use another word for that. I have to say you have a bitter bitch that's holding on to some shit that you did back in the day like oh like i remember uh when i first started dating malone a lot of people would say things like oh he's a he a thought he he be out here he be this he be that but the thing is it's like okay congratulations because i was out here too (laughs) like well i'm not gonna say hold on i'm not gonna say i was out here but i dated multiple people i was i'm not gonna say i was a lori harvey i'm not gonna say that necessarily because in your early 20s i ain't gonna lie (laughs) look i ain't gonna lie (laughs) bitch if i had a sitter yeah, I remember I used to call me weekend hoe. Because <laughs> <laughs> on the weekends, that's what she do out her hoeing. Nah, but it's funny because we, we, we make a joke out of it. But y'all know I wasn't really out here hoeing. But I would go on my dates on the weekends because y'all know I had a babysitter on the weekends. My mom would watch my daughter. So I would go kick it. So I was out here like I'm not. Our real life was like, okay, I didn't deal with this shit with my child's father. I'm finally single. I am not about to be out here dating people. And I see a red flag on the first date. And I'm like, well, let me give them the benefit of the doubt. No. I real life was okay next okay next so I'm looking at it from her perspective like why who, who are we to be mad because she she wants to date a celebrity because she wants to date somebody that is on the same tax record as her damn near yeah. or maybe she just shit let's just keep it a buck like she like what she like so my thing is my perspective young. young as fuck and that's she what i'm saying like she's 20s. she kicking it right now it's just so happening these people are famous what what's the difference of what i was doing back in the day and what she's doing now it's just hers is like it's in the public you know yeah. what i'm saying and my situation with michael b jordan she's young so i'm looking he's at it like 10 years older than her. what if, i was just gonna say that already. i was just gonna say that he didn't already got his thought then bopping out what if she it, what if it's, it's it, may, it may not even have to be about thought and bopping she really just may not be ready to be a wife yet like being a wife means you're gonna be submissive to your husband you know it's you're gonna be a big responsibility it's a contract it's a lifelong contract that maybe she's just not ready to do she Commit feel like to, yeah. she probably felt like we only been dating for a year bro like i want to just make sure this is serious first or maybe she do probably just feel like okay i just got to the point where i'm being established in my career with modeling i don't know what she's doing but I'm just gonna assume it's modeling or something because she looks beautiful so I'm gonna assume that she's modeling she may look at it like shit you know I'm modeling right now shit I got a fine ass nigga on my on my on my arm I got you know I, I'm doing my thing I just don't want to get married right now and she's entitled to feel like that mm-hmm. but and it's always a big but oh and also I also feel mad. I also get irritated when I see everybody try to make a big deal about like, oh, protect the black men and their feelings. But what about the black woman's feelings? Like yeah. black men do black women like this all the time. Black mm-hmm. men sit up there and will have a woman that will hold you down while you when you have absolutely nothing. And then you will leave her because you found a foreign bitch that that got a little they body bad, or, yeah. or or she may not even have to have a body. But because she's mixed or light skin or white or whatever, you will give her the utmost respect versus that black woman that you was once dealing with right. so i be feeling kind of like i feel a type of way well, when I, yeah when i hear the whole like oh protect black men black women try to protect black men all the time and we try to like don't go out with your boys don't do this don't do that oh she nagging she nagging but we trying to protect you and 
but you got right. it. Right, but I think in that situation, they were just talking about how, like... Black men can't express themselves. Yeah, well, not even just that. Like, how they're, like, literally making a mockery out of him and, like... You know, thinking that it's funny that, you know, he's upset, if he was even upset. But if that was the case, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that this man can't even grieve in peace yeah. without, for one, the NBA fucking shoving a camera in his face. And also, and this two, is a this is a black... This was also, like... Because they tried to clown him and cancel him before because they were saying that he don't date black women. Mm-hmm. And, like, he said, like, I don't have nothing against black women. It's just, I just like what I like. I like, I'm, I'm you know... Shit, let's just keep it a bug. Shit, the bitches probably that was trying to talk to him was ghetto as fuck, and he probably just wasn't about that. So, mm-hmm. and, and he's entitled to feel like that. But like I said, I do, you know, and this is where the other side of me comes out, I do feel where they're coming from with that. Like, I look at the fact that Malone, when I'm trying to talk to him about certain things, like, how you feel about this or how you feel about that, like, past things that have happened to him, like, childhood trauma and stuff like that, he sometimes shuts down, don't even want to talk about it right away. And I'd be like, well, why not? And he's, he'll say, like, well, in the past, people have thrown this in my face. And I'm like, but in my mind, and I'm just being real, like, and I can't speak for everybody else, I think I'm very naive when it comes down to what women can do um, to a man, mm-hmm. I mean, to a man. Because um, I feel like we we're, we're, we were raised a certain way, so I look at I honestly in my mind I feel like all women think like me or you. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like all women gonna think how Key think, all women gonna think about or think how I think. It's it's, it's like I just when I hear, when I see stuff down my timeline, Act two shit. Yeah, when I see stuff down my timeline, I be seeing niggas like dogging females out. I be like, yo, this this is cap. It's all cap. Y'all love hating on on black women. But it is it black really women out here doing some, people. yeah, yeah they really be on some shady shit, shit. Yeah. or they really do be on some like, um, next time you want to, uh, next time you want to kill yourself, don't call me then. Like they'll say some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's fucked up because he confided in you when he, you know, when he was at his lowest of lowest, like don't, don't do that. Yeah. And I feel like with Michael B. Jordan, I feel like. I feel bad for him, but, like, a lot of people were saying, a lot of people was like, that's his fault for wifing a girl that you know is a serial dater. But not even just that, though. I feel like, well, even with that, like, when you said, oh, Malone used to be out, right. he used to be that. I feel like people are allowed to grow. You right. Know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. Just because, I mean, granted, some people have patterns, but just like with mm-hmm. that Ocho Cinco situation, you know what mm. I'm saying? When he was known for the hair button and abuse to Evelyn, right? Mm-hmm. And then he got with this new woman. He's a completely different man. You know right. what I'm saying? Some women, And maybe he just wasn't ready to settle down yeah, with Evelyn. Certain either. people bring out certain different traits and qualities out of Absolutely. a person. People are allowed to grow and people are allowed to... Everybody has a past, whether it's, yeah. you know... Whether it's a violent pass, whether it's a hoeing pass, whether it's a fucking um, lame pass, you know, what I'm, like whatever it might be, broke pass. Everybody has the fucking pass. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has room to fucking grow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because Lori Harvey might have played the last niggas that she was with, that don't mean that she, don't mean do she was gonna like do that. him like that. And I'm sure if he would have gotten that vibe, they would have been done a, so a long question, time ago. Has anybody ever considered you a Lori Harvey or tried to? Um, try to like come no, at you on some like you you was dating me and i looked up you dating you already at because nah. you was known for like going to going to dinner with motherfuckers 
<laughs> nah, because I was oh. always like real low key with my dating or whatever. So like I was never really like. But were you upfront and just like letting them know at the dinner date, like, hey, yeah. we're out, but this is not that. This is what. Yeah, I'm now I'm like. very like when I meet people, I'm very intentional with my dating. Like I let people know out the gate like what it is and what it's not, so that it's not like no mixed feelings or you know you assuming things and they have haven't a, had a they have an opportunity to get out if they want to get out. Absolutely, yeah. And that's why I think it's very important to be very intentional with your dating, mm-hmm. um, because that's how people' feelings get hurt. But and that's what that's what I want to know with that situation, she, though. Yeah, like I want to know, like, did she have? Were you that all dating? Were you him? all dating? My thing is that's, and again, you gotta you gotta have that 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 conversation in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Remember a couple of well, early on in our podcast journey, we were talking about having that conversation things that you need to have like mm-hmm, certain conversations right. you need to have up front and i'm big on opening up my closet if it's somebody i feel like okay i feel like i want to really really date him i feel like this can go far i feel like let me go on and just tell him everything and i think uh malone was the first person that i through the gate told everything to because mm-hmm. in the past like it was it'll be like okay i'm gonna tell him about this now and then i'm telling about this 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 now then i'm gonna tell him about that now like malone i told him yeah i told malone like about my family you know my childhood trauma you know Mm -hmm. just some of everything because i'm like i realized and i was able to tell him like i have issues i have like not mental issues like i'm just like all for anything like that but like i still have to heal and i still got a lot of healing to do from you know i was in a, a a very public relationship um prior to him and you know just like with me my, my kid's father I mean, my child's father like it was a lot that I suffered suffered from in that relationship so I just wanted him to know what he was getting himself into like mm-hmm. I do have I have major trust issues mm-hmm. so he you know he was able to, to determine whether or not he wanted to deal with it right. because there are men that's like oh trust issues that's my deal breaker I can't deal with no woman that got insecurities or so I felt like I owed that to him Rather than me waking up one day going off on him spaz and like, why the fuck did you just woo 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 woo? He like, you triggered, yeah, yeah. When I'm triggered with something, you know. <laughs> but I told him about all my triggers, all of that. Like, I don't like this, I don't like that. I can't date a man that's this, this and that. Like, I had to tell him this stuff up front. So my mm-hmm. thing is like, well, Michael B. Jordan and her, like, what did it start off on some like, we just freaking around. We know what it is, and then he caught feelings. And she told him, like, oh, I'm just having a good time right now. Because you got situations like that. But she literally was doing the same. Like, she was matching energy. Jesus. I know. That's what I'm saying. So that's what but I'm guys like, do it all the time. get nervous. But no, like, but guys do that all the time. Like, let's just keep it a book. How many times have we been in a situation where we're dating somebody and we're, like, really into them? And they like, or better yet, they're into us. They showing us, like... It's safe to date me, and then you start dating them, and they start they go left, they go crazy. They you find out about a girlfriend, you find out about. But my thing is, did they did they not have a, a conversation about marriage beforehand? Like I need to call one of them. <laughs> I need to know. Like these are questions Seriously, that we want to know. I think that's also very important too to save your feelings. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You can't just throw a proposal in there without having a previous conversation about marriage. But at the same time. That's why, see, that's what's throwing me off. I feel like he probably was on some like, man, I'm gonna marry you one day. She'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna marry me? I wanna marry you too. Or I can't wait to spend the rest of my Not life with you. Not knowing that he gonna propose. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you too, baby. Like, yeah. you know, she probably was just gassing his ass up. He like, well, shit, let me go get this crib. This nigga went and bought a crib, a bro. Do you know crib. how hard it is to buy a crib right now with the market being the he sky rich. high? That ain't hard for him. But I'm saying he was he bought a crib during this time. That means it's even higher than what it was. He has money here. 
I know that, like but he... what you're missing my point. Even celebrities are not out here displurging because of what they are. They're splurging, but it's the fact that this is a this is Lori Harvey, bro. This is not his his wife of X amount of he years. Loves or her. he wants to But you missed it. My point. Her. I'm like what I'm saying is this man then went in the middle of COVID, then went and bought a crib for you. He didn't sat up here. He ain't even making no movies. We where the next movie at? Like you ain't did nothing because you real life you realize he in love. And my thing is she allowed him to do this. She allowed him to they've been doing everything together, G. They be all up each other's ass and it's cool. I love that energy. But it's like, how do we just look up one day and y'all just not together no more? Yeah. So I just feel like with that situation, I see, you know, both reasonings. I know like, what it was. What? I know what broke them up. What? Her homegirls was hitting her up like, gee, this party finna be lit as fuck. Girl. Drake, this person, that person finna be the... Bitch, you over there with Michael Lancer. Girl, I'm, I'm gonna come out with y'all next weekend. Then she realized, like, this nigga popped the question. She like, okay, I can't... She, I, and I still... I just feel like, look at look at where she was a year ago. This bitch mm-hmm. was out here partying, having the time of her life. Yeah. And she probably... And again, just like niggas do. Niggas be out there posted up every day with they niggas, all that shit. Then they meet a bitch and they be they disappear for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then when they feel like they smothered, they go back to being with the guys posted up and everything. They start being rebellious and everything. I feel like that's what she's doing. I, I low-key feel like they're going to end up back together. Probably. I think they will, too. But I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's that she got smothered and, you know, got cold feet or whatever. I think what it is, she realizing that she's still young as hell. And she has the rest of her life to be somebody else's wife. It's, you know, it's, she's in her early But 20s. what are your chances you're going to get somebody but like listen, Michael Jordan? Listen, listen, listen. A lot of women, we focus on trying to rush to be somebody's wife. Um, like officially like get married mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, especially in our twenties. But we literally have the rest of our life to be that. You know what I'm saying? When you in your twenties and thirties, it's a lot of shit that you can do to live your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, to live your life and, you know, have fun and go out with your friends and spend time with, you know, your loved ones and all that stuff. You can save the wife and marriage shit for later down the line. Right. You know what I'm saying? At age fifty, you can't go to the club. You can't go to fucking freak Nick and shake your ass. Who the fuck wants to get married at 50, though? But what I'm saying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you have, you literally have your whole life to be a wife. You know what I'm saying? Versus your whole life to go out and do all the, have the hood rat ratchet same time, fun with your friends I'm a, and stuff. I'm going to call this. She's like 21. She ain't that young. Let me see. She's like 21, 22, maybe, or whatever. So, but she like, just she, got, she just became legal, basically. Let's see. I don't think she that young, because she's been dating, dating for a while. She's like mid-20s. She is twenty five. Okay, so my Jordan is thirty five. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, but what I'm so, what I'm saying is though, we say that oh, you got the rest of your life to be a wife, and you got the um, Lauren London probably felt like that too. Nipsey probably felt like that too. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is, some men feel like I'm not gonna let another day go by without me let. I want this woman to be my wife. Mm-hmm. Like if I could, on a very serious note. I know he don't listen to the podcast like that, so I can say this without him, without feeling awkward. But um, I don't like talking to Malone about marriage like that. We talk about marriage, but mm-hmm. like I'm not one to be like, uh, you need to marry me or I'm not going to be Pressuring with you no more. Him, da, da, da. Yeah. But I did let him know, like, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to be playing like I'm mm-hmm. really going to just be out here um, 
like I'm really girlfriend of ten years type shit. Plan, yeah, like I like I said, I'm really not finna play. Like I'm okay with being a girlfriend because I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't plan on being a mother until I was a wife. Mm-hmm. That was that was my overall goal. Like I always said, I wanted to be married first. I want to be my husband to travel the world, have a good time. Then, uh, boom, I have we have our kids, and then like that's that. But it didn't happen like that, you know. And, and I'm fine with that. And I I learned how to deal with that. But like when I talk to him, when we do talk about marriage, I just tell him straight up, like you know, granted, I do want you to, I do want to wait until you're ready. But at the same time, understand that I may not always be willing to wait. Right. So and I'm not gonna tell you. There, he's like, well, what's the deadline? I'm not gonna tell you the deadline. It's just when I know that I've exhausted my time, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move around. Yeah. So. Because at it that is point, then I don't want you to try right. to marry me then because it's like now I feel like you're only doing this because I'm about to leave you. Right, exactly. Uh, and that's what, and that's what I, I, I had to explain to him now. And, and now I feel like I'm getting y'all in my bed, putting y'all in my business. But I did kind of tell him like, um, on a, like on a very, very, very serious note, like I, the, the way I love, I love on a wife level. Mm-hmm. I can't see me changing when I become married. I feel like you're getting, I'm not going to say you're getting wife now, but at the same time, like, I've done a lot to prove my loyalty, um, how I'm coming, what I have to bring to the table, all that good shit, but whatever. But you know, a lot more, it's like when you get married, like, when, when, if and when y'all get married, I feel like it's going to unlock a whole nother yeah. set of, like, responsibilities for you and him, you know what I'm saying? Like, and things like that husband and wife do, like... Filing y'all taxes together and joint joint bank accounts. And but the thing is, stuff like that. Starting I don't, businesses I don't, together. Again, and stuff like that. I've been ready with him, and the way. And again, I can't. I can't speak for him. I can speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for all of that. And buying I'm. Houses. And the thing is, and like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That y'all can look forward to like buying houses and stuff together. Right. Like me personally, I don't agree with you know. Wait, hold on. Me and him. Well, let me just clear this up. We have, like I said, we've talked about marriage. Um, he's just he's more so looking at it from a okay i hate the job i'm at right now i'm gonna i feel like i'm about to be in between jobs he, he's getting ready to start his career job soon we're waiting on this start date still once he starts once he has a start date he will feel more secure and then he's like now we're gonna be looking into the marriage stuff we're gonna be looking into rings all of that and i'm like okay but it's like i'm not pressuring him i'm not like uh yeah uh you know what i'm saying and then that i don't like when people do that like but i it feel like it's not genuine at this point when right you gotta continue to you know, remind somebody. My thing is, people know what the fuck they got and what they want, and you know, they when it, when the time is right, they know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna pressure anybody to marry me because mm-hmm. then I don't want it to ever come back on me and say, "Well, we only got married because you kept because you kept talking about, about it." Yeah. Well, I felt pressure. That's why well, my I did mama it. kept my mama kept putting it in my ear. My dad kept telling me I needed to marry you. No, right. marry me because you feel like you can't see yourself with nobody else but me. And maybe Lori Harvey felt like, okay, I'm early. I'm only I'm only 25. I got a whole lot of life left in front of me, in, in front of me. Granted. He's probably the best man I've ever been with, but he's not the only good man out there. You know what right. I'm saying? And she probably felt like, okay, I'm not ready to hang up this single life at age 25. And that's fine. Or maybe he just wasn't her type. That too. Like, and she probably fine. liked what he could do for her. Yeah. And but it, he probably, she probably didn't like and other things about And after a while, you get too. tired of fucking Pretending. faking it. You know what I'm saying? So she like, well, let me go on and walk away from this shit now before things get too serious. Yeah. And before I end up hurting this man, breaking his heart and... Now he's toxic for the next woman. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because so honestly, like, that's what's going to happen. If he try to date again, he's not going to allow himself to just... Yeah. Well, because, well, I don't know him. I, I, I'm assuming that... But it's common. Yeah. yeah. So, I just think that, you know, 
that I think that's kind of like the only like well one of the downfalls between dating people who have like a huge age gap in between y'all because y'all at two different places in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if Lori Harvey lived, Somebody is going to feel like they're missing out on something. Yeah. And it's like, my thing is, even if Lori Harvey, quote unquote, grew up at an early age, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? She's still, it's still a lot of stuff that she hasn't experienced yet because she's so young. Mm-hmm. Versus Michael B. Jordan, he didn't had his whole phase probably. So he back had to- his time where he's serial, serial dating. He didn't had his time where he, you know, one night stands and all that shit. He finna be, he 35 knocking on 40. He ready to settle down, have kids, get married, all that shit. And a lot of people run into that situation or those type of problems when they date people who are either significantly older or younger than them. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, he date older women a lot. One of my close-ass friends date a lot of older women who already either have kids or want kids, been married, etc. And my thing is, his women always pressure him into, you know, settling down, uh, either wanting to get married or wanting to have kids. And he like, shit, I'm still young as hell. I don't, I'm not ready for all of that. But that's the thing, though, also, like... When you get at a certain age, stop dating people and stop saying you want to pursue somebody if you're not trying to pursue them for marriage. If you're trying to pursue somebody just for a good time and just for a steady sex or but no, steady dating. He wants to get married, but just not right now. No, I'm speaking on men in general because yeah. there are men out there that will pursue a woman and do all of that and be like, I ain't she trying to tie me down. I ain't trying to get married. I have to move around her ass. Like, what was then? What did you pursue her for? But my thing is, maybe he. A lot, and that's another thing. Like some some men do have these conversations, and then you get those women that think they can change that man's uh, uh, perspective or change his opinion on things like that. But and it's can like, I say this? What is also though? I'm not gonna knock your friend. I'm not saying that because we also have to ask the question: What is she doing that is not wife material? That he may see, he may see red flags and feel like I don't want her to be my wife. He may, he may have felt like that in the beginning. Red Hold flags on, as far as her Hold parenting on. too. Hold on. In the beginning, he probably felt like, oh, I, everything on the outside, appearance wise, like I can definitely see myself settling down with her later in life. But just in general, he probably felt like that. And then, you know, if if they're living together or or if they have separate houses, whatever the case may be, he probably felt like, okay, this ain't bad. A lot of times you don't know a person until you move in with them. Mm -hmm. And people get mad and they call it shacking up, but not trying to be funny. That's when you live with a person. You are always if you if you dated somebody right now and y'all thinking about getting married and you all are not living together yet. I suggest this. Don't go out and buy a house right away. Go get an apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm saying apartment because that's you're gonna be. It's a small ass space. You don't have all these extra rooms to dip out to. You don't have none you of can that. Rent a house too, though. I'm, listen to me. I'm I'm saying apartment, and I'm saying you're going to start low and work your way up. And I'm only saying this because if you start off with a house, like let's just say you all start off in a house, and you all are in a house, and you got all these extra spaces and rooms and woo-woo-woo, hardship hit, and then you all are, got a downsize, and now y'all all up on each other. You all need to know how to be able to survive in different type of situations. I look at, again, my situation um, that I had with, uh, I was going to call him Bobo, with Malone. Um... um like, and I'm using our relationship as an example because I don't want to put nobody else out there, mm-hmm. you know. But um, when we lived in our apartment together, like before we started living in our house, when we started living, we was living in our apartment together. It was we we had a lot of adjusting to do. I I'm not I'm not a knee freak, but I am a I just cleaned this fucking area up. Why do I see socks everywhere? Why do I see ashes everywhere? 
the wrapper up to your black and miles like can you put that in the garbage please sir why do i see the the tips of the black and miles every fucking where or it would be like little things like he would go he would either smoke first and then he would go make him some food and then leave everything like laying out and i'm not used to that i'm used to okay i just cleaned the house i just cleaned the place up okay i just made my daughter some lunch or whatever i go back to sleep wake up the kitchen is still clean the front room is still clean every time i would take a nap and wake up the area i just messed i mean the area i just cleaned up would be messed up right so it was that was driving me crazy and, and then i wasn't starting off i was like okay um do you mind getting your stuff up you know <laughs> you know and i'm trying to be nice but shit after saying it three four five times i'm um, I'm not finna keep fucking saying this. What the fuck? I'm not a fucking maid. I'm not finna keep fucking doing this shit. If you want a fucking maid, you need to go and hire the bitch that needs to come in here and clean that fucking place up. And I'm not your mother. My name is not da 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 da. Like I'm that type of person. Like I'm gonna get mad and nag, and I'm gonna go off because I felt I, I felt like you wasn't respecting the fact that on my off day I'm cleaning up. This right. house should stay clean. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So. The thing is, though, I wouldn't have known that about him unless I lived with him. When I used to go visit his crib, he would know I'm on my way. He would clean up. Right. Because I would go over there. I'm like, this house is spotless. Like, wow. Like, like we okay, can, we can live together. I, I swear. But then when I thought about it, I had talked to his sister about it one time. I'm like, girl, you know, he, your brother, we be arguing about the, his the room and this and that. She said, girl, he always been like that. You ain't know that when he was staying with our dad. I'm like, no. She was like, you ain't never noticed no garbage bags or anything in the corner. And I'm like, damn. Every time I came to his crib, he had a big, stupid ass garbage bag in the corner of the room. That means that he just sat there and cleaned that whole room mm-hmm. up and did that. But I say all of that to say this. If I had not lived with him prior to us getting married i don't think that it would have worked because we now we didn't seem the ugly we didn't been through everything you could possibly think of as far as like us arguing with now he ain't he ain't never put his hands on me he's never disrespected me never called me out my name ever right and i you know i can get loud and i and i be doing the most sometimes but we never had to deal with that but again like i said we got a chance to live together first so when we do finally get married i feel like it's gonna be been there done that right we know how to handle situations we didn't we didn't hit hardships together we didn't have to save money up together we've had to come together and and talk as far as like decisions when we got to make decisions for the kids all of that type of stuff like mm-hmm. it it's a real partnership there so we're practicing all the necessary steps for marriage right. so when people say things to me when they're like damn y'all not gonna get married yet y'all not i it makes me mad because i feel like get, chill out we're still we're loading right now yeah we're loading still preparing ourselves for that because when we get married the goal is, is to it. never get divorced yeah, the goal is, is to be together forever yeah you know so it. we have to learn each other inside and out and learn mm-hmm. how to deal with the ugly first yeah. before we can do all of that absolutely absolutely like i just feel like that's why i'm not really upset with you know Lori harvey because it's like you got some people that will literally join a marriage and know they're not ready for that shit right but would do it to save face right. or do it to say to save that person oh she feelings. was the one that wanted to get married i ain't mm-hmm. want to get married i told her straight up over all, over and over i want to get married but that's what it be kind of blowing me right so it's like honestly like i applaud her for you know ending it before it, it led to the point where um you know feelings are going to be hurt and mm-hmm. granted this might have hurt for him you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. it probably was better off that she ended it now than to you know get married and have this big extravagant or hurt and possibly end up pregnant yeah or not even just that just like you know just hurting him mm-hmm. so like and that's another thing like we have to be okay with you know 
we have to be able to respect people's feelings. You know what I'm saying? When it's time to end a relationship and a person is telling you they don't want to be with you anymore, you have to respect that. Um, and I feel like he handled this really well. Like, he, you know, respected her decision and he moved on. Like, he not out stalking her like how Chris Brown did, Karuchi and all that shit. Yeah. Like, he's not popping up at her shows or at her house and, you know, stalking her and shit. And I really commend him for that. Like, he's yeah. really, like, just grieving on his own and out and, you know, mm-hmm. just, just, you know, taking it one day at a time. Like, it's funny because I want to go back to that. Uh, what if he, what if he caught her up? That could possibly I went through her be a phone and seen too. some shit. That could possibly be like a we really too. don't know what happened. We don't know. We just like kind of just assuming, but yeah. like I want to go back to that post when I was saying like when they had the men like mention what the uh, share their time when they had to like you know continue on with life after a breakup and mm-hmm. that just reminded me of like how people always say like. <laughs> Don't break up with me before I go to work. At least wait till I get off. Cause okay. that shit real, <laughs> girl. You get into an argument. How about? Do you know how many times? Do you know how many times I was late to my my previous job because Malone want to wait. He will wait clean until <laughs> I get to work. He'll be like, "You you at work?" Exact words like he'll be like, "You at work right now?" I'd be like, "Yes." Why? Oh, I just find it funny how da 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 da. Or he'll be like, "Oh, just to let you know, I'm finna go do da 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 da." Like he'll just tell me what he finna do. So now you all say argue. Knowing that, knowing we finna get into it. So I'll turn my fucking car around and go back to the crib, <laughs> and I pull up, man. As he in the middle, he'll be sitting on the couch texting. And I walk to that motherfucking house. He be eyes just like he's seen a ghost. And I'm, what the fuck you finna do? What you finna do? He be like, "Don't you gotta be at work?" I'm calling off. <laughs> and he be like, "You can't call." Oh well. Gee, I'm gotta, you ain't got no work. more days. I don't care. Gee, imagine being in the middle of your damn shift. I'm calling you're off. trying to argue. Because like. technically I am sick. Because when I get mad, you know me. When I get mad, I get mad, man. Your anxiety so, is like very high. I get sick yeah. to my stomach. So anything that I do after that is going to be of a reflection of what I'm already going through. I may mess around and curse a customer out because I'm mad at him. So let me help him get the, let me help him clock the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I remember plenty of times I'll be in the middle of doing my work and he said some slick shit to me or I'll see something on Facebook and I'm like, I'll screenshot and send it to him like, really? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, oh my gosh, that's not what I meant by it. And I'd be like, okay, bet. So I'll post something and he'll be like, really? And I'd be like, that's not what I meant. Oh, you want to play this game? So I'll be like, Texting him, I'll, I'll go to the bathroom. That's when you got to get cursed out. Yeah, go to the bathroom. Ain't nobody in the stall. You lock the bathroom really quick. But then they going to hear you in the lobby. Girl, I be, girl, you talk like, what? you got one more motherfucking time to say. Like, I was known. I was the black I was the black girl that will take the break and go to my car and curse him out if I got to go to my car. I will be in there going off and come back cheesing but sweating bullets because I've been in my car going off. But that's, yeah, don't break up with me or don't even say nothing stupid. Don't say nothing to me while I'm at work, period. Right. Yeah. So, um, you ready to go on and wrap it up? I Absolutely. I like we talked about a lot this episode, but we still not done talking. We still but- not done talking, but we're going to have to split this up so y'all don't mess around and knock us out for having a three-hour episode. Exactly. But y'all know y'all can follow us at, follow us on Instagram at the Girls Room Podcast. That's D-A-G-I-R-L-Z Room Podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Girls Room.